Everybody, welcome back to United Colors on Rockers Avenue Radio, the weekly world music and global Eastern Fusion mix show for Dash Radio. I'm your host, DJ, your mix master, your international musical world tour guide, as always, Victorious. This week is all about our guest interview with Bix from the US, international official tour DJ for Jay Sean. We sit down with Bix and talk to him about the ins and outs of what it's like to be a professional touring DJ. He also drops a few gems and advice as well for DJs. So any DJs listening, this episode is definitely for you. We've also got Ethnic House, some new edits, Latin, Indian House, all in the mix, Ballet Funk. Right, strap in, seatbelts on. Let's get into it. United Colors.
certainly an exclusive for Rockus Avenue Radio. It makes you forget the victorious Indo House Peggy Goo edit. And before that, kicking off our show, we had one of my favorite Afro House records this year, Mujo Bamanos. Coming up now, Gordia, the Hosane Hosana medley mix by Victorious and Samantini Roy. For my latest EP, Reincarnation. Ballet Funk South Asian Fusion on 
Ruckus Avenue शराब सजे घंटे पे घंटा घंटी बजे पास आज कट्टो आएंगे मजे रात के साढ़े तीन बजे तेरे आगे शराब सजे घंटे पे घंटा घंटी बजे पास आज कट्टो आएंगे मजे As we often do there with some ballet funk and ballet funk remixes. As mentioned before, this week we will be speaking with Bix, official tour DJ for Jay Sean. He talks to us about what it's like to be a tour DJ, the challenges, and how to actually go about becoming a tour DJ for a huge artist like Jay Sean. But first, one more huge ballet funk record. This is called Parado No Bailo by MC La Davinite. Hope I pronounced that right. One of the biggest ballet funk records this year. United Colors. Decidido né à toa que eu me joguei no Mandela Foi que eu me joguei pro Mandela Parado no bailão no bailão Ela com o popozão E o popozão no chão O popozão no chão E o popozão no chão
on United Colors on Ruckus Avenue Radio, the number one South Asian radio show only on Dash Radio. United Colors. A world premiere indeed, right there. Brand new record by Kahani. That's called Midnight Groove. Continuously pushing the Indo Warehouse sound. Right, coming up next, Doobie, the Slick Fit remix. United Colors.
Shortly, by the way, we just had to show some love and play some of his records. That right there, the Surma Surma DJ Vix and Bix, Vix and Bix remix. And we also played Jay Sean's new record with Iman Beck, Gone Dada. Waka Savity Radio always showing love to Jay Sean. Here's another from Bix. This is his remix of Dairy Mary by Rahat Fatali Khan and Shrey Gosha.
actually. Love the chords. Very, very nice indeed. Sounding really clean as well. Well done, Bix. That's called Let It Go. One of his latest records featuring Zella. I think that's how you pronounce it. Really good tune. Make sure you check it out. Bix, Let It Go. Right, without further ado, let's get into our interview with Bix on Rockers Avenue Radio. Find your compelling talk shows on Ruckus Avenue Radio. Victoria is here for United Colours on Ruckus Avenue Radio. Hope you all are enjoying our show so far. So, it's been a while since we had a special guest interview on our show. And that's usually because I'm quite selective with the guests that we picked for our show. I think the last one we had was Shishi. And before that, it may have been Eight Drums of Major Lazer. But here we have someone who I've been meaning to get on our show for a while now. He initially started with Ruckus Avenue Radio, but he's super busy doing things, traveling around the world. Just to give you a quick introduction, He's an international touring DJ. I believe he's from Washington, D.C. in the U.S. He has performed for a huge array of A-list celebrities. He's appeared on some of the biggest U.S. TV shows like Ellen DeGeneres, Wendy Williams, and he's best known for being the official tour DJ for superstar hitmaker Jay Sean. We all know Jay Sean. Please welcome Bix to United Colors. Bix, how are you, my friend? My G, thank you so much for having me. So are you currently in the US? You've come back from a tour from Australia, right? I literally just got back yesterday, had an amazing uh, 12-day tour in Australia and New Zealand with Jay. Still just trying to fight off this jet lag right now. Amazing. I saw some of the content that you guys have posted on your social media, TikTok and Instagram, and it looked epic. So I definitely want to talk a little bit about that on our show. So this interview, the reason why I invited you specifically is because I wanted to talk about the DJ side of things. We have lots of DJs who tune into our show from the US, Canada, the UK, of course, um, Africa as well, India, as well as Australia. We have a lot of DJs from Perth, Sydney who tune into our show. So I think it'd be great insight for them to hear about what goes into becoming a tour DJ because as you know I'm sure it's a, it's a different skill set you can be a wedding DJ club DJ private corporate DJ but being a tour DJ is is a bit different and requires you know some experience and practice to really get good at it so we definitely want to get into that and uh, before I do I'm sure there's lots of listeners out there who will want to know how do you initially become a DJ for Jay Sean I'm sure there's lots of DJs including myself who would love to be a DJ for a huge artist just tell us very quickly how did you get to meet Jay Sean? Was it through connections, contacts? Did you meet him at a show? Uh, was it through a competition or something? Or just tell us how, how does someone like you become an official tour DJ for such a huge artist? Uh, and that's a great question. And I think this kind of answer kind of helps in many different industries, not just DJing alone, but it's, it's this old saying, your network is your net worth and your net worth is your network. You know who you're connected with and who you surround yourself with really impacts the leads and like and to where you can really achieve uh, goals in your life. Um, I was fortunate to have a really good close pr- friend of mine who still is a close friend of mine and business partner. Uh, he was a club promoter and he was always you know keen on knowing what's bubbling in the music scene. And he he heard the name Jay Sean uh, back when he came out with uh, "Dance with You" and "Eyes on You." He's like, "Oh, this guy's bubbling in Europe and in, in Asia right now. Let's try to bring him over for a few shows in the United States." And this is like maybe 2003, um, mm. and this is still when the Richie Rich project just jumped, popped off. And he booked him for a few shows, and and he was like, "Yo, I can't go on tour with him. Um, can you go on tour with him as a tour manager?" And I, I at that time I had zero idea what that meant, and I just started DJing a year and a half prior. So I was like, sure, I'll go along. I'll hang out with him. Like, you know, back then, a fanboy, still a fanboy. 
of Jay. And uh, we just kind of hit it off from there. And I was like, hey, man, I DJ too. He's like, cool, let's just use you in the show. And it just really just became uh, from a friendship to a brotherhood now. So you started with him from day one when he was just starting to tour in the US for the first time. So you're there, you, you've been with him from the beginning. Wow, day yeah, one. Yeah, day, okay. day one from doing US shows and starting all the international shows. So I literally saw his rise all the way from when he was first signed to, to Virgin Music all the way up until now. It must have been quite daunting and maybe uh, stressful performing in front of those huge crowds if you'd only been DJing for a year and a half, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it was it's one of those things where like you're never you you can't prep yourself for this, you know, to be a tour DJ. And I know you're going to lead up to that question. Like it's a uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you can be a private party DJ. You could be a wedding DJ, a club DJ, a mobile party DJ. None of those things really teach you when it comes to being an artist DJ, because it's something that's completely 180 from any of that stuff. You know, you, you learn things from, you know, dealing with tour management with, you know, working with the music director in the band, making show edits, um, you know, learning how to properly MC and be a hype man on stage. Like there's so many other things that come along that like, yeah, bits and pieces can help you from other elements of DJing. But as a touring DJ, it's, it's really a whole other beast in itself. I was recently listening to a podcast where Dre Sinatra, who's quite a well-known DJ in the uh, the West Coast, I think he's the official tour DJ, or he used to be the official tour DJ for Ray J, and he was explaining how he was a somewhat experienced DJ, but then when he did his first show with Ray J, he like completely screwed up on the first set. Like the artist actually told him to stop the music and literally got in the mic and said, what the hell are you doing, DJ? And like, that was hugely embarrassing for him, but you know, that was a learning curve as well. Um, I wanted to talk about touring specifically and I wanted to kind of split this up into five sections. We'll go through them really quickly. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is just what you do before tour, preparing with the artists. The second thing is, you know, getting to the show logistics. The third is sound checks and all that kind of stuff. And the fourth is the actual performance. Um, and the final thing I wanted to go through is, you know, what you do after the show. I've got friends in the UK uh, who are tour DJs for some of the big UK artists. For example, one of my friends, Andy P, he's uh, the official DJ for Central C. And another one of my friends, uh, DJ Double, is the official tour DJ for RD, who are, you know, huge UK artists at the moment. And they recently performed in Australia. So when I saw you performing in Australia, I was comparing, you know, what they were doing with you. And uh, there's a lot of crossover and similarity. And the first thing I wanted to ask you is the preparation stage. So before going on tour with an artist like Jay Sean, let's say Australia, before you even jump on the plane, what is a preparation process like? Do you sit down with the artist and kind of go through the set? Or is it more of them just sending everything to you and say, look, these are the tracks, make sure you play them in order? Uh, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Uh, we kind of have our, our core set that we, our go-to songs that we obviously we always play. Um, yeah. But again, we, we want to kind of make the show very different from what you would hear on a Spotify or any streaming service or an album. Um, just to give a little more flavor and twist. So, you know, part of the job is, as a tour DJ, is always making these edits and, and show edits for, you know, it could be incorporating whatever the hottest song is out in the moment and whatever it fits into, you know, some of the songs that we have, make a mashup or bootleg to kind of spice it up a bit. Um, if we're going to a foreign country, learn what the hottest songs are out at the moment, see if we can do a quick, like, DJ interlude, um, you know, kind of, uh, incorporate that country where we're at, make it more specialized and, and, and welcoming for the crowd. 
Right, yeah, that, that's really important, I feel. And I think as an experienced DJ like yourself, you probably have that maybe background knowledge. Maybe you know some DJs in Australia, you can pick their brain a bit. And I think that's a really, really good, good thing to do. And um, is this something you sit down in the studio with, with the artist? Or do you like have like a proper session beforehand, you know? Or do you just know each other's flow so well that you can do most of it on the fly? To be honest, it's it's before we used to sit in a in a room together in, in a studio and and knock the stuff out. But because we've been doing it for so long, we kind of understand each other and what our vibe is. So like half the time, I'll sit on the airplane and make a bunch of edits, and then once we see each other, I will sit down and like, all right, this is what I made for the for this trip. What do you like? And he'll sort through and pick which one works and which one doesn't work, and then we'll literally make the set list in the green room, and then get somebody to get our tour manager type out the list the set list and put it on stage so we're very on the fly which is great because you know shows there's so many audibles where i can look at him and i know what song is coming up next is going to work and not going to work and i'll and i'll take the lead on and be like all right i'm going to skip this one and go to the jump to the next record you know like we kind of bounce off each other so getting to the show, that's the second thing I wanted to go through. So getting to the show, logistics. Um, obviously, you do your sound checks. What's, just summarize very quickly, what's involved before the show starts, before all the audience arrives? What, what's your process? So first things first, before I leave the green room where Jay is, I have to make sure he has his in-ear pack. So if anybody doesn't know, in-ear pack is what artists have in their ears, so they have a direct line of sound. So just in case it's a shitty sound system or there's no front stage monitors, they are singing to direct sound and not singing off of an echo or any or, or, um, venue sound, right? Because in that case, they'd be off. So make sure he's plugged into his in-ears in, in a wireless pack. Once he's good to go, I grab his mic, let him do a quick line check so he can hear himself. Um, I jump on stage, make sure I, I connect everything together. I'll do a quick line check with the front of house guy and the uh, stage hands to make sure all, all the uh, stage monitors and side fills are good to go. I'll drop a maybe a song for like three seconds just to make sure everything's working fine and pretty much start the show. That, I think what you said there is great because what you've just described is pretty much sound engineering. There's not actually much DJing. And one of my friends, uh, Donnie Brasco, who was touring with Zach Knight recently, he said the same thing to me. He said, you know, on social media it looks great, but really much of the job is sound engineering, making sure the monitors, yeah, the line and everything is sounding good. And then when the show starts, so you come on stage first, you perform. How much of that is actually... DJing, do you actually do a small set before the artist comes on or is your set actually just part of Jay's show? Uh, it's a little bit of both. It depends on our, how long our sets usually are. Mm. Um, if we have our longer 90 minute show, then I'll jump on for about 15, 20 minutes, kind of warm the crowd up. You know, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, if we're in a foreign country, play some hot records from the country at the moment or whatever's you know, hot in the world right now, get them going. Uh, do that for 15, 20 minutes, then I'll start the show and, and bring out Jay. So there is actually real DJing element to the show, but when it comes to Jay's portion, it's just making sure everything, the queuing, the timing, and the, and the, most importantly, the the emceeing and the hyping is is done right. So yeah. after the my DJ portion, it's, it's, it's literally all about Jay and making sure all that's on point. And again, we can talk about that later, but the emceeing and hyping is, is also a very crucial part of the show. 
yeah, especially for an artist like him, I've seen where you just hype up the crowd and you're doing ad libs and things like that. So the DJ is almost like a side performer to the artist. That's really, really important. Um, I know DJ exactly. Dabble. And you mentioned earlier, you and the artist, you have cues and signals. So if a certain track you feel isn't going to hit with that particular crowd, if it's a tough crowd, you have a certain signal with the artist to say, you know, skip this one, go to the next one. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Like, like literally, he'll look at me and he'll just like, you know, kind of shake his head or like he'll do a quick like, you know, hand gesture like, yo, skip the next one. So like I said, it's it's a it's a energy that you build with your artist that you work with after a certain while you kind of feed off each other. You know, it's it's something that takes time and you understand each other. And that's again, that's super crucial. But yeah, we have our little quiffs that we have to like, all right, let's move on. Let's you know keep it going or add another song in. Got it, got it. And just from uh, a technical perspective, this is a bit of a nerdy DJ question, but I saw in one of your posts, you were on the stage in Australia, which looked amazing, by the way, and you had two laptops there. Was one your performance laptop and another a backup, or was the other laptop for another DJ? No, funny enough, uh, that other laptop was the the uh, intermission DJ, the one who plays in between the acts. Yeah. But wow. normally I, I travel with one laptop and I have uh, USBs in the uh, CDJ as a backup, as MP3 files, just in case something were to happen with a laptop. Uh, but before, we, I used to run with two laptops. One would be running Ableton for the show. Uh, right. And then one would be uh, Serato just for like any sound effects, uh, scratch samples, or, any, or when I'm actually DJing. But we kind of skipped doing that because of this technology now. It's just easier when I have a backup as a USB stick in my laptop as well. Yeah, makes sense. You you need those backups, right? They're crucial. And oh, absolutely, after, yeah. And after the show, just out of interest, do you guys chill in the in the green room and sort of discuss how the the event went, or do you uh, do you head straight back to the hotel and just sleep, or you know, what's? I'm just curious what what your general routine is after the show. It's it's funny you said it because like no matter how tired we are prior, once you hit the stage, like your adrenaline just kicks in. You go from zero to a hundred. So after the show, like we always like to ha- like de- sit in the green room or just go back to the hotel and have a nice drink just to decompress, right? Because you're going from, you know, quiet, tired energy zone to like ramped up in front of thousands and thousands of people and so much energy, like, and then you're just expected to, you know, go back down. It, but it's not that easy. It's, it's, a, it's, it's really hard to describe, but like you need something to kind of, uh, calm you down. It could be a drink. It could be you know having a nice meal, going somewhere chill and calm. But that's generally what we do. Like, or we just you know order room service and 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 hang out. But like, you need some sort of decompression because it's really hard to come up with that that energy and that you get from these shows. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine coming from that huge high when you're performing in front of thousands and thousands of people, they're all screaming your name, and then suddenly you go somewhere which is a bit more chilled out. It's uh, it's a huge contrast. So, um, absolutely. And, yeah. I, and I was just talking to Jay yesterday. I was like, man, like we were performing in front of huge crowds, and now we're just you know sitting in each other's houses, like at home by ourselves. Like it's just a, it's very weird, you know. It, it's 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 a weird high to come off of. Yeah, for sure. And just out of interest, does does Jay still perform and, and DJ? I know he did like a, a sort of a live sort of Craig David TS5 thing a few years back. Does he does he still do that or? Yeah, yeah, he still does that. It's funny. We'll we'll do like so some shows are PA shows where he just performs, and then there's other shows where he's doing a DJ set, and then I'm basically hype I'm the MC hype man the entire time for him while he DJs. So it's it's a nice change of pace. You know, he loves DJing. He's been doing it for a long time. Um, I'm glad he picked it up. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's just a nice thing to see him, you know, do something different and he loves it. Cool, cool. And one final question I wanted to ask before we get into our quick fire round was, um, and this is something which I was thinking about recently and I've heard on a few podcasts, is the reliance that a tour DJ has on an artist. So you've obviously been with Jay for a very long time. I think probably maybe even 20 years, if I, if I do the maths correctly from what you yeah. said earlier. <laughs> Don't age me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you, have you ever thought to yourself, well, what if something happens to Jay Sean? You know, if his uh, career goes south, he doesn't get any shows or, you know, God forbid in today's culture, you know, he gets cancelled for whatever reason. Um, don't you ever worry that your reliance on this artist could jeopardise your career? No, I, I think, you know, with with experience and, and age, as you grow into your DJ career, like just with anything, um, you always want to branch out. It's very important to, you know, have your foot in, in several several different areas. Um, you know, touch wood, Jay's career is, just, is blossoming and continues to grow. You know, he, him and as an artist, he's expanding, working on his TV shows, his new liquor company that he has coming out. Um, he has a lot of things on his plate. And, you know, from that, you, you realize that, you know, it's always good to have your hands in many different things. In this case, you know, being a tour DJ, um, I was just exposed to meeting so many new people, having so many different opp uh, opportunities come my way. Uh, I'm an investor and owner in, in, in a nightclub in DC. I have a restaurant. Um, I have another production company on the side. I'm producing now. It really helps open your doors. It's very important to kind of have uh, your hands in, in the pot in, in several different pots, actually. Just you know, just so you're not just relying on one. And I, t I tell this to all the DJs, like you know, you can have your private party stuff, but you know, book other DJs, have other DJs under your umbrella, you know, um, so you have that side money coming in, so you're not too reliant on you having to go out all the time, or you know, God forbid during COVID, you know, like for example, I know we all got hit, but it's it's I know a lot of DJs had other things to rely on, which is great for them. Yeah, that's a huge, uh, hugely important point that you made there is that to have those other sources of, of income, not just rely on one thing, because, you know, like you said, if you're a touring DJ for an artist, if something happens, then, you know, uh, you don't have anything else, then you could be screwed. Similarly, if you're a club DJ and the club shuts down or the management changes, then you're screwed. So it's it's good to definitely have those other sources uh, of income. Um, you know, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Bix, before we close out, we are going to head into our quick fire round. So, this is just a bit of fun that we have before the end of the interview that we ask all our guests. So, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions really quickly, and you have to say the first thing that comes into your head. It's for a bit of fun. A lot of our listeners actually really enjoy this, and they always send me DMs saying how hilarious it was and the answer that the guest gave. So, some of these questions are a little bit cheeky as well, so just uh, be prepared. But remember, you have to say the first thing that comes into your head. So, Bix, are you ready for our quickfire round on United Colours? Let's do it. Right, here we go. Number one, Bollywood or Bhangra? Ah, Bollywood. American coffee or masala chai? American coffee. Hookah bar or strip clubs? Neither. <laughs> favorite song to perform with Jay Sean? Uh, ride it. Least favorite Actually, no, song. Wait, I, I, okay. I, I take it back. Make my love go. Least favorite song to perform with Jay Sean? Humpton because it's not Jay Sean's. Yeah, a good, a good answer. Have you ever shared a hotel room with Jay Sean? I have not. Have you ever shared a hotel? Well, have you ever shared a bed with Jay Sean? 
I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking, you know, like flight's delayed, you need know, to check into a hotel last minute. Okay, uh, what's your pre-show ritual? One thing that you always have to do before you get on stage. Um, honestly, just have a nice drink in my hand to kind of warm me up. What's been the toughest city or crowd you've ever performed in front of? Suriname. Suriname, okay. And finally, your favorite song in the world right now? It's not even a new song, it's an old song. It's uh, Sonique, it feels so good. Sonique, it feels so Oh, right, yeah. Classic dance, yeah. Love that. Cool, yeah. So we did ask Bix earlier to pick one of his uh, favorite songs and uh, he's picked Sonic Feels So Good. So that's what we'll play straight after the interview on United Colors. So Bix, thanks very much for joining us here on United Colors Rockers Avenue Radio. I know you're a very busy guy, so we really appreciate your time. Please do tell our listeners now, Bix, where they can find you, follow you, learn more about your DJ journey and career. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, follow me at, at Bix Official, B-I-K-S-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Um, look forward to it, man. So thanks so much. Bix here on United Colors, Ruckus Avenue Radio. Should you know that you're dead? 
muchas novias Hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra, ey Pero no hay poda, Titi me pregunto si tengo muchas novias <risa> Muchas novias, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra Me la voy a llevar la toa, con VA Me la voy a llevar la toa, con VA Me la voy a llevar la toa, con VA Me la voy a llevar la toa, con VA Me la voy a llevar la toa, con VA Me la voy a llevar la toa, con VA on Rockers Avenue Radio, Sack Noel, El Simbola with Brinca. And before that, we had the Titi Me Pregunto, Greg Grooves remix. Shout out to my guy, Greg Grooves, DJ from New York. Right, coming up now, it's our Colorful Choice. So this is our most feel-good, colorful, vibrant record of the week. So I've been meaning to play this one for a while now. This one is called Ungao Aroan by a huge international duo. Firstly, we have Magic System, which is a very famous African band from Ivory Coast. And they collaborated with an artist called Mohamed Lamine from Algeria for this one, which is really interesting, actually. Perfect for our show, United Colors, a combination of African and Middle Eastern rhythms and spirit all together. I just love that. Sing it in French, Arabic with African inspirations. Ça c'est grave. Ouais, je suis une girage, c'est que les chiens, ouais. Il y a des lèvres. 
we've got a few minutes left before our flight United Colors finally lands. So we're going to head straight into this week's Fusional Favorite of the Week. This week's Fusional Favorite of the Week is a new edit which I've just produced with AP Dylan Insane combined with Roger Garcia Gitano, an Afro-Latin record. Very fusional this one. I absolutely love it. This is probably the sexiest remix you'll hear of an AP Dylan song. I said it here first. Check it out. Gitano Insane, the victorious edit is this week's most fusional record. Roger Garcia Gitano with AP Dylan saying the victorious Afro Latin edit. A really good one for early hours, opening sets, and cocktail hours as well. So, really looking forward to playing that one potentially in Thailand next week. So, I will be flying to Thailand as mentioned before. I'm there for the entire month. If you are in Thailand, please do DM me. It'll be great to connect. I'll be there for gigs for most of December. Also, big thank you once again to Bix for interviewing with us. I'll see you all next week for another fusional show on United Colors. Until then, have fun, stay safe, and stay united. Home for South Asian fusion music. The hottest. Listen to it here on Ruckus Avenue Radio.